0: Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable inviting you to stay tuned for this edition of Let's Talk About Jesus right here on WMAF. If you're listening, Madison, North Florida, South Georgia, driving down the interstate, we're so glad that you have discovered this station, so glad that you have. Uh, tuned into this broadcast today. If you're part of our listening family, we welcome you today. And if you're listening, as some are, uh, you that are uh, listening from Arizona have let us know that you are listeners of WMAF and listeners of uh, Let's Talk About Jesus on this radio station. We welcome you today. If you've downloaded this edition of Let's Talk About Jesus from our website, we welcome you today. We know there were people in Germany that were avid listeners that have now moved to the United States and the U.S. military, we welcome you today. We thank you for being part of our listening family, and we pray that you are being instructed, inspired, edified by the Word of God. You know, the Bible said, if the Word as a seed gets into good ground hearts, it, the seed, the Word of God, will bring forth fruit, some thirty some 60 and some even 100 fold and if you do not know Jesus as your lord and savior we pray that you will stay tuned today to see what uh what the real Christian faith is and 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 the 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 wonderful wonderful plan that god has for your life today if you accept christ as your savior all of the benefits and blessings of the lord uh, that he has procured through his son Unsacrifice sacrifice on the cross... They are yours and they are mine today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, not only your eternal destiny changed, but your here and now is so enhanced by these blessings, so many things we won't need in heaven because there won't be any of the pressures of living in a faulty body in a fallen world. None of the heartache and heartbreak will be in heaven. But here in this fallen world, in these faulty bodies, we are in desperate need. Need of God's grace, God's help, uh, God's wonderful mercies, and He has made wonderful provision. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, we have a wonderful subject today. Uh, just before we go to the Word of God, I'd like to give you our website. If you would like to come and browse our website, and there are no strings attached, we would be so glad that you did. Just type in T H C O G. T-H-C-O-G, that stands for The Holy Church of God, incorporated right here in Tampa, Florida, where this broadcast originates. We're celebrating uh, this month Forty-one years as the senior pastor of this particular ministry, and we're so glad to be part of the great company that is publishing God's Word around the world. And uh, those of you that broadcast uh, with us right here on WMAF, fine ministries and ministers right there in Madison and North Florida, we just link our arms with you, we stand in solidarity and, and unity To bring in the great last day harvest of souls. Hallelujah. And I pray that our church and your church and the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Grow with brand new converts to Christ, hallelujah, that have decided that they're going to choose Jesus because we have declared the gospel faithfully, hallelujah. Well, having said that, uh, if you have your Bibles, would you please turn with me to Romans chapter 14 and verse 17 on the subject, the threefold blessing of being in God's kingdom. Last week, we uh, talked about the fact that when you become a Christian, Uh, You are brought out of the powers of darkness and translated into the kingdom of God's dear Son. We want to define the threefold blessing of being in God's kingdom here and now if you are a Christian. Romans 14 verse 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Spiritual joy. Peace of mind and heart progresses to spiritual joy. And uh, spiritual joy is something I want to try to define today. Amen. <laughs> look at look at Psalm 16 and verse 11. It said, Thou will show me the path of life, for in thy presence is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand Our pleasures forevermore. Praise God. Friend of mine, I want to declare today first and foremost. That spiritual joy is not just something that the Holy Spirit just grants or infuses into you. It is a knowledge of a right relationship with God. Uh, a knowledge of having uh, repented of our sin and now the restoration process is begun. And the fellowship relationship that sin had broken is now restored. It's the restoration of a fellowship relationship with God. In Christian symbolism, the palm has always been used to represent joy, and especially that joy which comes from victory. Doubtless, this symbol came into the church through the use of palm branches by the Greek and Romans to celebrate their triumphs over their enemies. But to Christians, the palm symbolizes victory over self and the world and the enemy of our soul. The great multitude of the redeemed are represented as standing before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palms in their hands, I want to read that from Revelation chapter seven and verse nine. John says, "And after this, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb." clothed in white robes and palms in their hands. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sits upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. Praise God. Friends, I want to declare today that joy in the Holy Ghost is primarily the joy of restored fellowship with God and entering into that fellowship in His Presence, in His presence, is fullness of joy. Listen, friend, if you just go to church to go through a pre- planned, prescribed, ritual, or routine, and you're never invited into the presence of God, where the Holy Spirit can let you sense in your spirit the God who who loved you and gave Himself for you. Praise God. God is with us in a tangible way. He lives within us. Christ in us is the very hope of glory. We do not just lift up our hands in praise. We are waving palms of victory. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. And this victory that we have in Jesus Christ, this peace with God and this peace of God. You see, friend, inner peace and joy will result in outer joy and happiness no matter what our circumstances. Having inner peace gives you power. However, peace requires humility. In fact, Psalm 29 tells us uh, that in giving strength, the Lord will bless His people with peace. (laughs) I like this, this translation. It said, the Lord will give unyielding and impenetrable strength to His people. The Lord will bless His people with peace. And having that peace, righteousness, peace, it leads us to joy in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Let me try to define it further and look into the Old Covenant in Nehemiah chapter 8, uh, verse 10. It said, Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet. Send portions to them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our God, holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. The context of Nehemiah 8 is Israel, the the nation of Israel, the people, the covenant children of God being brought after 70 years of Babylonian captivity and enslavery. Brought back into their cities, back into their land. The cities were burned, but they were going to rebuild them. You see, repentance... Always brings restoration and during and that restoration of primarily fellowship with God and a right relationship with God always brings the joy of his of his presence praise god hallelujah and that that people that came back nehemiah uh, uh, chapter eight declares in verse one that that Ezra the high priest opened the book of the law and he read it. "...from a pulpit of wood, and when they heard how far they had drifted from God, their hearts were broken, and in that brokenness they were repenting of their their sin, they were repenting before the Lord, and the Lord didn't want them to stay in that state of godly sorrow that works repentance, He wanted them now that they had repented to begin to rejoice." over the restoration that was about to occur and take courage in their heart and rebuild those cities. Hallelujah. Praise God. So he said, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy of the Lord, once again, is not just an emotional high that lasts just for a few moments. The joy of the Lord is a continuation of a knowledge that we have that through Jesus Christ we have been reconciled unto God, translated out of the powers of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear Son. Hallelujah! Transformed from the, the servants uh, of Satan through the blindness of our hearts into the servants of the Most High God. Not just being forgiven our sins, but brought into a fellowship relationship with God, where He calls us His very sons and His very daughters, brought into His royal family. Praise God. Amen. This is the joy of the Lord, which is the strength of every child of God. This place of strength, this stronghold, in the book of Nehemiah, is only found in a right relationship with God. And this right relationship with God is only found through repentance. I want to quote David Wilkerson. Uh, Listen carefully. Most Christians, he said, never associate joy with repentance. But repentance is actually the mother of all joy in Jesus. Without it, there can be no joy. Yet any believer or congregation who walks in repentance will be flooded with the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Many people are seeking joy through a spiritual high, a spiritual experience, an emotional release. That is not The joy of the Lord, because that joy doesn't last through the storms of life. The joy of the Lord is a continuation, a perpetual joy that keeps springing up within us no matter what the circumstances are. I love the words of the prophet in the Old Testament that said, though the fig tree shall not blossom and there be no fruit upon the vine and though there there be no cattle in the stalls. This is bad circumstances, terrible circumstances that he is in, that they are in nationally and personally. He said, yet... I will joy in the God of my salvation. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. And the result of that joy would strengthen him for the the immediate circumstances that are so negative because he said, He will make my feet like hinds feet, and make me to make progress and not stand still and be stymied by fear in those high places of test and responsibility. In other words, the joy of the Lord will strengthen me to face all of the negative circumstances that will occur living in a faulty body in a fallen world like we all are. These weeping Israelites of Nehemiah's day were tapping into the joy of the Lord's forgiveness and His restoration. Here's what Matthew Henry comments about them in this verse of Scripture that we just read to you. It said, After they wept, they rejoiced. Holy mourning makes way for holy mirth. Those that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Those that tremble at the conviction of the word may triumph in the consolations of it. Hallelujah. You know, I've often said, and I'm going to say it again today, uh, to this radio congregation, I don't know how repentance got such a negative spin put upon it until there are preachers that openly declare today that they never preach on sin. They never talk about repentance. They, they don't want to bring people down, offend them, somehow cause them to, to turn away. They only want to talk about the positive. I'm going to tell you something about repentance. It's one of the most positive things that you can possibly do. There's nothing wrong with getting right with God. Because the kingdom of God begins with getting right with Him. And having a consciousness of that right standing with Him. Hallelujah. It's righteousness. And it brings peace with God. And then it progresses into joy in the Holy Ghost. In other words, the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are indeed the children of God. And there is a joy in that brand new reconciled relationship with God. I want to read Matthew Henry's comments again about Israel weeping first and then rejoicing. After they had wept, they rejoiced. Holy mourning makes way for holy mirth. Those that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Those that tremble at the conviction of the word may triumph in the consolations of it. That's why I said at the beginning of this broadcast, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you can come to know Him. And when you come to know Him, all of the benefits, all of the blessings of, of His, His sacrifice at the cross in our behalf become yours and mine to enjoy and employ. Oh, friend, I love the great song that says, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus. We will sing and shout the victory well i want to add to that today that before we all as christians get to heaven <laughs> we can sing and shout the victory did you hear that i'm going to say it again before we get to heaven we can sing and shout the victory even while we live in the nasty here and now before we enter into the sweet by and by you know why Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. I love the writer of Amazing Grace Words. He said, it was grace that taught my heart to fear. And it was grace that my fears relieved. Someone else said, fear God and you need fear nothing else. The joy of the Lord, therefore, is the joy of sins forgiven. The joy of the Lord is the joy of a relationship restored. The joy of the Lord is the joy of a clear conscience. Oh, what is that worth today? To be able to lay your head down at night and know... I used to say when I was just a child going to Sunday school, (laughs) I I used to pray that little prayer, Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Oh, it's such a great peaceful sense when you know that you are right with God and you know that even death will not cancel that that relationship with Him and, and He will take care of us. If we draw our last breath here, We're going to draw our next breath in heaven. If we have to say goodbye to our loved ones here, we'll say hello to our loved ones there. Praise God. And when we see Jesus, we will see Him looking at us with eyes of love. Hallelujah. Because we have been forgiven and God has accepted us in His Son. So the joy of the Lord is the joy also of a clear conscience. And the joy of the Lord is the joy of certain victory in battle. Hallelujah. What more shall we say to these things? Paul taught in the New Testament. If God be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. We know before the fight starts that we are going to win because God is for us and God is with us. The joy of the Lord, therefore, is the joy of a covenant covenant. That is, in effect, we know that the covenant of grace and the covenant of love established through the blood of Jesus Christ himself is a covenant that we claim as his children. Praise God. The joy of the Lord is the joy of answered prayer. Hallelujah. Jesus said in John 15, I've spoken these things unto unto you that my joy might be in you so that your joy might remain. So that my joy might be in you so that your joy might remain. And, and and part of what he spoke in John 15 is said: if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you will ask what you will and it will be given unto you. If we have a right relationship with God, amen, then we have confidence in Him when we pray. You know, the Scripture is very clear that if we ask as His children in a right relationship with Him, as we ask anything according to His will, we know He hears us. And if we know He hears us, we know we have the petition that we have desired of Him. This is the confidence that we have in him. So the joy of the Lord is the joy of knowing that he will hear us when we pray. And the joy of the Lord made David dance before the Ark of the Covenant, because he knew every covenant promise to Israel was now restored to them and in effect, and they could claim every covenant promise of God. Hallelujah! The joy of the Lord caused Israel to shout down the walls of Jericho. The joy of the Lord caused the glory to fill the temple as people sang praise unto God. The joy of the Lord shook a prison and set the captives free when Paul and Silas prayed and sang praise praises. Hallelujah! The joy of the Lord shook the New Testament church when a lame man came in running and leaping and praising God who had healed him. The joy of the Lord is evidence of true repentance, and God wants us to repent and reclaim the joy and renew our strength in Him. This is a day that is called a perilous time and how we need the strength that comes through entering in to the presence of God and claiming the covenant promises of God and having confidence in Him that is unshakable no matter what the circumstances of our life in the immediate sense. As we read the Bible, we find the same two truths that these people found in ancient Israel, a need for repentance and the joy of forgiveness. Repentance does not, not lead us to depression, but celebration. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I will celebrate my new reconciled relationship with God and the restoration that follows I will work more, read more, study more, and participate more when I am strong and filled with joy. Nehemiah understood clearly that the congregation needed joy, and joy comes from connecting with God. Friends, when we come together each Sunday, it should be a celebration. There should be times when we need to repent. But as I stated, repentance needs to restoration. And restoration leads to celebration. Praise God. Hallelujah. Here here is something I want to say in closing. Uh, Oswald Chambers, in his book, great book, I recommend it highly, my utmost for his highest, notes that joy comes once again, from having a right relationship with God. Listen to what he says. Jesus is here right now, and he said where two or three are gathered in my name, there I'll be. His presence, friend, produces joy, and joy heals, joy inspires, joy refreshes, joy conquers depression, joy turns despair into light, Joy puts a song in your heart. Joy refreshes your mind. Joy reduces the size of the giant and the size of the problem. Joy elevates the body and restores it in the presence of the Lord. And you can have it right now. Friend of mine, I want to declare today that if you are a Christian, there is available to you and me, the joy of the Lord to strengthen us for these dangerous days when that we are living in. The joy of knowing that God is in control and that we are reconciled unto this God. And God is providing for us and God is protecting us and God has committed himself to go with us all the way even unto the end of the age. And that knowledge, that knowledge that is so deep-rooted and deep-seated within us, and that presence of God in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And at His right hand are pleasures forevermore. Oh, I pray when you go to church, and I pray you will go to church this Sunday, that you will be able to not just not just sit in the congregation and watch the choir sing and listen to the preacher preach, but that you will worship wholeheartedly and enter in to the presence of the Lord. You know, the Bible said, amen, that we are to enter His gates. With thanksgiving in our heart, we're to enter His courts with praise. And we're to come before His presence with singing from the heart filled with gratitude for all that He has given us in Jesus Christ. And today, if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, repent of your sin. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Join us in repentance and receive the reconciliation that He has bought and paid for in your behalf on the cross, that we might be forgiven, and that we might be reconciled unto God, and that all the blessings of that relationship be granted to us immediately before we enter into eternity the joy of having God's favor and having God as our Heavenly Father, and having Christ's personal commitment to never leave us, never forsake us, but to go with us all the way through this journey with all the heartache, heartbreak, and tears that may occur. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Come to Christ today. Come to Jesus today. Don't try to drink away that sorrow. Don't try to to take a drug to get rid of that heaviness of heart. Let God lift the guilt and the heavy burden and give you the joy of His love, His grace, His mercy, His acceptance today. We urge you, in the name of Jesus, be reconciled unto to God hallelujah oh I believe people are coming to the Lord I believe people are coming to know Jesus as their Savior I believe someone in this listening audience right now is being translated out of the powers of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear Son where there's righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Ghost hallelujah well, our time is gone today. We want you to know how much we love you today. What a privilege it is to bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ week after week. And if this broadcast has blessed you, would you, would you drop a card, a letter, an email to WMAF right there in Madison or come to our website and leave a message there? We'd be so happy to hear from you. Praise God. Well, until next week, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable saying, Come back and let's talk about Jesus.